Welcome to Mount Olive First Pentecostal Holiness Church. Thank you for connecting with us. In just a moment, Pastor Jeff will be sharing an uplifting and encouraging message that we pray will inspire you in your walk with God. Our desire at MOFPHC is for you and your family to find hope in Jesus Christ so that He will transform your life. Thanks again for connecting with us. Please contact us if we can help you discover God's purpose for your life. Enjoy the message. Such encouragement, and I hope that you're believing for it. That's the title of my message today, is to believe for it. To believe for it. That God would move the immovable. That's what we've been praying and fasting for, for those 21 days. And by the way, since we were unable to meet uh, the last couple of weeks, uh, I just wanted to say thank you to all of you who have participated in the 21 days of prayer and fasting. Uh, I truly believe that through that prayer and fasting time, that, that God is going to just impact our church in a powerful way now, but also in the future because of our prayer and fasting time. I don't know about you, but how about last Sunday at sundown? Was anybody happy to see the sun go down of the end of those 21 days? Praise God. But I am truly believing for just a powerful impact from the Lord over this church and in your personal life through the prayer and fasting time. We were praying and fasting for people to have fresh encounters with the Lord. We've been praying and fasting for strongholds to be broken off of people's lives. We've been praying and fasting for God's glory to move in new ways. And I report to you today good news that God is hearing and God is answering our prayers. He truly is. I feel like and believe in my heart just a few weeks ago in our FaceTime prayer gathering that the Lord spoke a word over our church for this upcoming new season in 2022 that this would be a year of testimonies, a year of testimonies. And I tell you today, already through the 21 days of prayer and fasting, that I have heard some powerful testimonies from many of you of how the Lord is working in you and through you and all I can say is to God be the glory to God be the glory for all the testimonies that we've already heard and we're going to hear more of those testimonies in just a few weeks but this kind of leads me into what I believe God is speaking to our church going forward into this new season uh, a few weeks ago, I was seeking the Lord, uh, seeking the Lord like all of us should do, with my Bible open and praying, and uh, just asking God about the future of this church and how we would carry out God's mission as we go forward. And I felt like during that uh, time of prayer and seeking God, that the Lord spoke something to me uh, and gave me a passage and gave me some words, I believe, that are for this church. I shared them this past week with the leadership team of this church. And I believe God spoke to me out of the book of Acts, and it's in Acts chapter 2, verse 44. I'm going to share several scriptures today, but this is really the foundation where I believe God has me going forward. In Acts chapter 2, verse 44, the early church, they were all together. The Bible says all the believers were together and had everything in common. 
It says all the believers. Do we have any believers in God's house today? You're believers in Christ Jesus. And these believers were all together. They were together and had everything in common. Let me read that to you one more time. Don't miss it now. All the believers, all of them, were together and had everything in common. Now, that's a miracle right there in itself. And God was working in the early church, and and what I believe, they, they all had something in common. And the question is, what did they all have in common? What did all these believers have in common? Well, God, I believe, I believe, gave me four words, four things that they had in common that we need to have in common as we go forward as a church carrying out God's mission. What are the four words that they all were together and had in common? I believe these are the four words. You can write them down. Now, you'll know I'm a preacher because they all start with the same letter. Believe, build, battle, and bless. Let me say them again. The four words they had in common that I believe we need to have in common as we go forward are believe, build, battle, and bless. You see, the early church, they all believed together. They all believed together and they built together and they battled together and they blessed the Lord together. So over the next few weeks as the Lord leads, I feel like the Lord wants to speak to us as a church corporately but also in our personal life from these four words as we go forward into this new year and this new season. And this morning I want to start with the word believe. The word believe. They believed together. Here's what Jesus said about believing. Jesus said in the Gospel of Mark, chapter 9, verse 23, here's what the Lord said. He says, if you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. Jesus said those words. He says, if you can believe, all things, all things, not some things, but all things are possible to him who believes. And if we're going to see God do the impossible in this church and in our personal lives, we must believe together. If we're going to see mountains move in this church and in our personal lives, we're going to need to believe together. Jesus said, all things are possible to him who believes. And the first thing I want to mention to you about believing is we need to believe big. We need to believe big. When the sun went down Sunday, I was believing for a big piece of pie cake. Amen. I was believing big. And God delivered. Amen. We need to believe big. Listen, don't miss this. What we believe God for is going to determine what we receive from God. What we believe God for is going to determine what we receive from God. Believing big is about having faith in God to do the impossible. Believing big is having faith in God for great and mighty things. You see, believing big requires faith. Now, you know who the Bible tells us that as Christians that we live by faith and not by sight. Some translations say that we walk by faith and not by sight. Think about this. We must, we must believe to be saved. You realize that, right? If you raise your hand and you said you're saved, that means you have believed that you're saved. Acts 16.31 says this right here. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. You'll be saved. We must believe uh, if we're going to see miracles and, and, and experience the power of God working in our life. Listen to me, if you want to see God work in your life and do the supernatural, you want to see mountains move, you want to see God do the impossible, you're going to have to believe God for it. Amen. 
That's just how it works. You're going to have to believe God for it. How many of y'all remember uh, in the Gospels where Jesus had been performing miracles and Jesus went back to his hometown of Nazareth. And while he was there in his hometown, Jesus obviously in his hometown, he would want to be a blessing to his people. He would want to work in a powerful way in their lives. But the Bible tells us that many people in Nazareth, they missed Jesus doing the impossible because they didn't what? They didn't believe. Jesus was there. He wanted to work miracles in their life, but they missed out on what Jesus was doing because they didn't believe. The Gospel of Matthew, chapter 13, verse 58, it says this right here, talking about Jesus. And he, Jesus, did not do many miracles there. Why? Because of their lack of faith. He, they, he was unable to do miracles there, not many, because of their lack of faith. And if we lack faith, friend, listen to me. If we lack faith, if I lack faith, if you lack faith, guess what? We're going to miss out on what God wants to do in our life. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to miss out on anything God wants to do in my life. I don't want you to miss out on anything God wants to do in your life. I don't want our church to miss out on anything God wants to do here. I don't want our community to miss out on what God wants to do here. I want us to believe God for big things, but not only big things. I want to believe him for the big things and the small things. Praise the Lord. We're never going to see Jesus do the impossible if we don't believe that Jesus can do the impossible. We're never going to see him do the impossible if we don't believe he can do the impossible. It's going to require us uh, just move, uh, believing in him for miracles and, and uh, for him to move and work in us. It's going to require faith. And let me tell you something, friend. That's why the devil is always trying to attack your faith. Have any of you ever had the devil attack your faith? Amen. Try to cause you to doubt. Uh, he, he's always after your faith. And the reason why the devil's after your faith is because he wants you to stop believing in God. He wants you to stop trusting in God. And the reason why is, is because he knows some things that we don't even know. Some things he, he knows that we don't apply to our life. The reason the devil will attack your faith is because he knows faith moves mountains. He knows that faith gives us power. He knows that faith gives us courage. He knows that faith opens up the door for breakthroughs. He knows faith opens up the windows of heaven to God's blessings. He knows that faith opens the door to the supernatural. And church, listen to me. If this is going to be the year of testimonies, then we must believe Jesus for all things. All things. We must keep believing him no matter what we see. Even when we don't even see him working, we got to believe that he's working. Even when the devil comes, and attacks you and tries to whisper doubt in your mind. Listen, you got to keep pressing on and keep praying and keep, keep believing God for great things. That our testimony here would be that we know that we know that God is working all things out for our good and for his glory. Our testimony would be here that those people in Mount Olive, they believe Jesus can do the impossible. They have a mountain moving faith. They believe God to do big things. That would be the testimony here. And in your life, let me tell you, somebody who believed God for big things, that was the Apostle Paul. The Apostle Paul believed God for big things, and not only did he believe God for big things, but he wanted the church to believe God for big things. The reason I say that is because there was a church that the Apostle Paul, he found a Thessalonica church, and in that church, he was concerned about that church because he had founded that church, and planted that church and would help develop that church. And he was concerned about them. Things had come to him about some of the stuff they were struggling with and what they were going through. 
And what does Paul do? He gets so much of a concern on his heart that he sends his son in the faith, Timothy, to go uh, see about the church. And what is Paul concerned about? Well, let me tell you what he's not concerned about. He's not concerned about the offering. He's not concerned about what the church looks like on the outside. He's not concerned about what the church looks like on the inside. You know what Paul's concerned about? He's concerned about their faith. He's concerned about their faith. You know why I say that? Because in 1 Thessalonians uh, chapter 3, verse 5, it says this right here. For this reason, when I could stand it no longer, he could stand it no longer. I keep hearing these things of what these people are going through, the battles they're going through, the storms they're going through, the persecution they're going through. I couldn't stand it no longer, and I sent my son Timothy. I sent to find out about what? Your faith. He's concerned about the faith of those people. And the reason why he's concerned about faith is because if your faith is weak, you're going to be weak. If your faith is up one day and down one day and up one day and down one day and up one day and down one day, guess what? Your life's going to be up one day, down one day, up one day, down one day. And friend, that's why we need to make sure that we have our faith. It's a top priority for our life that we walk by faith in Christ Jesus. So what is faith? Well, we need to go to the Bible. The Bible says this about faith in Hebrews 11.1. Faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. Faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. Faith is being sure. Faith is being sure. Faith is being certain. Faith is confidence in God. Listen, I know that we're going through some things in our life. I know you're going through some things in your life. I know the devil is firing those darts at you. I know he's trying to discourage you. I know he's trying to defeat you. But you know what? I got a faith that's sure. I got a faith that's certain. I got a faith that's confident that no matter what I'm going through in my life, God's still going to be right there with me. He's my shield. He's my protector. He's my refuge. He's my strength. He's never going to abandon me. He's walking with me. Even when I'm in the fire, he's walking with me. And I'm sure of it, and I'm certain of it, and I have confidence in God. So we need, to, we need to believe with confidence. We need to believe with confidence. Now, how many of you here this morning, you've been serving the Lord for a right good while in your life, and you got a testimony that says, man, the longer you walk with the Lord and you experience His power and His glory uh, working in your life, it seems like the more confident that you are in the Lord, knowing that God is able I mean, there's some of you that have here, and you've been serving the Lord for some time, and you've been through some situations, you've been through some fires, you got the wounds, you got the scars, and, and but you know what? You can look back, and your testimony is, you know what? I saw God's power moving, I saw the glory of God moving, and it's built my faith up to have a confidence that no matter what I'm going through, I know God's going to bring me through. The longer you walk with the Lord, the more confidence you get in the Lord. And believing is having confidence in him for things hoped for. I think some of us, and I'm not talking about anybody in this church, it's the church down the road. Some of us, some of us have more confidence in our mechanic than we do Christ. I'm just telling the truth. Think about it. You're willing to take your car to some stranger and let him work on the brakes and the accelerator and all that good stuff, and then you're willing to get in it and take right off to the mountains, in the snow, Some of us got more confidence in the mechanics. Some of us got more confidence in the cook at the restaurant than we do Christ. Some of us have more confidence in the weatherman than we do Christ. And by the way, I'm done with the weatherman. I'm done with him. 
God help us. God help us to have confidence in Christ and believe him for the impossible. Your faith gives you confidence in the things that you're hoping for. Your faith gives you confidence in the things that you're seeking for, the things that you're knocking for, the things that you're asking for. Faith moves us to believe God with confidence, to be sure, to be certain, to be confident in God. Believing God gives me confidence that when I pray, God hears. Believing God gives me confidence that when I pray, God heals. Believing in God gives me confidence that when I pray, God helps me. Believing God gives me confidence that when I pray, that God is moving mountains, that God is making a way, that God is moving on my behalf even when I can't see it. Friend, I got confidence today that God is working. God is working in my life. God's working in your life. God is working in this church. Do you have confidence in God today? We need confidence, but we also need to believe. We need to believe consistently. What do you mean by that? Well, if you would open up your Bibles to Hebrews chapter 11, you'll see there in chapter 1, I mean verse 1, you're going to see the great hall of faith, heroes of the faith. You're going to see godly people who were consistently believing God for great things. They were all there in Hebrews chapter 11, and they're commended for their faith. Their faith was consistently working in their life. Not not to say they didn't have issues and have problems, but their faith was consistently working in their life. And we see that list there, and it goes something like this right here. By faith, by faith, Abel. By faith, Enoch. By faith, Noah. By faith, Abraham. By faith, Moses. They had confidence. They had confidence in God, and they consistently believed God for things they couldn't see. Let me give you an example here. Let me give you an example. Look at Abraham. Look at the life of Abraham. By faith, Abraham believed God for the impossible. The Bible says that Abraham was called by God to go to a land he couldn't see. He couldn't even see this place, and by faith, he believed God for it. Just imagine if you were in your prayer time tomorrow morning, and you're seeking the Lord, and he tells you to pack up everything in your house and get ready to get on the road, and he's going to give you directions to a place you have no idea where you're going. And you're to leave everything behind. You're to leave all your, all your uh, relatives that are there, your friends, the school, wh- whatever. You're leaving all that behind, and you're going to just take off and go to a place you've never been before. That's pretty much what happened to Abraham. And he trusted God. It says, by faith, he believed God for the impossible. He went to a place that he couldn't see. And I don't want you to miss that. He was willing to step out and go to a place that he couldn't even see. He believed God for it. Here's our struggle. Here's our struggle. Let me just say it could be my struggle, but I believe everybody deals with this. Our struggle is, is we want to see it all before we're willing to trust God for it. Can I get an A? Are you there? Okay. I didn't know if y'all could smell that food next door or not. Listen, our struggle is, is that we want to see it all before we're willing to trust God. And listen, if you want to see it all before you do anything for God, you're never going to walk by faith. If you got to see it all before you do anything for God, you're never going to walk by faith. You're never going to believe God for it. And I believe, and I truly believe this with all my heart, that is what stops so many people from coming to Jesus Christ and, uh, and just surrendering their life to him so he can turn their life around 
and use their life for his glory. I believe the reason why they hesitate, I believe the reason why they don't go and surrender fully to the Lord Jesus Christ is because they want to see it all and they want to try to figure it all out. Friend, I'm just going to tell you right now, the Christian walk does not work that way. It does not work that way. We walk by faith. We live by faith and not by sight. You never Listen, and here's the other thing about that. If you're one of those people that have to see it all and know it all, you don't want to know it all. You don't want to see it all because if you knew it all and saw it all before it all took place, it would probably scare you and you'd run the other way. God gets us prepared along the way to prepare us for those steps that we take. When I came to Christ, did I see all God was going to do? There's no way I saw all God was going to do. But I started my walk with Christ even when I couldn't see all that he was going to do in the future. And I'm thankful that I believe God because believing God has opened up the door to all of God's blessings in my life. And I give him all the glory. But friend, I had no idea when I first started walking. He just leads the way as we trust him. Believing is essential if we're going to be used by God. How many of you want to be used by God this morning? Come on, I want every hand up, please. I mean, I want to be used by God. I want our church to be used by God. Then you're going to have to, you're going to, have to believe God, consistently believe God. And I'm not talking about having, listen, don't, don't misunderstand me here. I'm not talking about you having faith in faith. I'm not talking about you having faith in yourself. Well, I'm, I'm a strong enough Christian now. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to, st- no, I'm not talking about Faith and faith, I'm not talking about faith in yourself. I'm talking about if you're going to do anything great for God and trust him to do the impossible, I'm talking about you having faith in him and only him, in Christ. Believe in him for the impossible. Believe in him for miracles. Abraham was commended for his faith. You know what Abraham was saying? He could have grabbed a microphone and took it right out of Brandy's hand. If Abraham was here, he'd have grabbed it. He says, you know what, you said it. I believe it. That could have been Abraham's testimony. God, you said it, even though I don't see it, you said it, and I believe it. It was a promise you spoke over me, and I believe it because you said it. And there's some of you here that uh, walked in this morning, and God has spoken some promises over your life, maybe years ago, months ago, weeks ago, and he spoke over your life, he spoke over your situation. And, And I want to encourage you, friend, that you can trust God. You can trust God. You can make that your testimony. God, you said it, and I believe it. I'm not going to let the devil steal this away from me. I'm not going to let him steal that promise out of my life. God, your word says it, and I believe it. Hallelujah. And I declare to you today, I don't have to see it all. Come on, friend. I declare. Make that your declaration today. I don't have to see it all. I don't have to know it all. Lord, I'm just going to believe you for it. Whatever it is, here I am, Lord. I'm going to walk trusting you. My faith is in you, the one who can move mountains. No matter what's in front of me, God, I know you're going to be with me. You're going to make a way for me. Praise God. And I believe God is calling this church to consistently believe him for all things. He's calling us into this new season to have a new level of confidence to believe him for great and mighty things. I'm believing big. I'm believing big for fresh encounters with the Lord. I'm believing big for uh, strongholds to be broken off of people's lives. I'm believing big to see God's glory move in new ways. I'm believing for the impossible. I'm believing for multitudes and multitudes of people to be saved here on campus and through our online ministry. Are you believing with me? 
I'm believing for multitudes of lost people to be saved. I'm believing for supernatural provision. I'm believing for bodies to be healed. I'm believing for God to help us as we go forward carrying out his mission and will for our lives. Listen, I'm believing that God is working all things out for our good and for his glory. And the Lord's saying to you this morning, believe me. Believe me. I said it. Believe me. God is saying to you, brother. God is saying to you, sister. God is saying to you, believe me. Believe me. You know why he's saying that? Because when we believe him, it pleases him. When we believe him, it pleases him. Hebrews eleven six 6 says, faith pleases God. Listen to me. It pleases God. It pleases God when we believe him for the impossible. It pleases God. How many of you want to please God? Well, if you want to please God, then ask him for the impossible and believe him for the impossible. We need to believe God for the impossible here at this church, but I'm asking you right now. Believe him for the impossible in your family life. Believe him for the impossible at your work life. Believe him for your impossible at your school life. Believe him for every detail of your life and every day of your life. No matter what you're going through, you can believe and trust in the Lord. Amen. Amen. So how do I believe? How do I believe? You've, you've said some things today from the scriptures, Pastor, and, and it's so encouraging that I can believe God to move mountains. I can believe God for the impossible. But how do I, how do I believe? How do I believe for the impossible? Okay, I'm glad you asked. Get ready. I'm getting ready to give you two things you can write down here. The first thing that you need to do if you're going to believe the impossible is you need to put action to your faith. You need to put action to your faith. Action. James 2.17 says this, In the same way, faith by itself, is, if it's not accompanied by action, is dead. Let me read it to you again. James 2.17, Faith by itself, if it's not accompanied by action, is dead. Listen to me. We can talk all we want to about, I believe God can move mountains. I can stand up, and well, I couldn't, but Brandy could, and sing all day long. I believe for it because you said it. I can sing it, and I can say it. But there's going to come a time in your life, friend, that you've got to put some action steps in place to show God that you're really trusting him and believing him. And you've got to be willing to take those action steps of faith. You are with me, right? Believing God is going to require action. If you're going to do the will of God, it's going to require action. And God has been speaking to some of you. Some of you have been coming to this church for years and years. Some of you have been coming for months and months, and God has been talking to you about giving your life to Jesus Christ and making sure you're saved and on your way to heaven. And, and you hear it, but you know what you need to do? You need to put some action steps in place and you need to repent of your sin, and you need to turn from the ways of the world, and you need to turn to Christ. You need to bow down before the cross, and you need to surrender your life to Jesus Christ. Friend, it's going to require action. You've got to repent of your sin. You need to bow down before him, and you need to confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, and everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord, they shall be saved. And some of you need to take that action step. The Lord's been prompting you by his Holy Spirit to go ahead. It's time, it's time, it's time. time. Your time is running out. And he loves you enough that he's got you here on this Sunday again and he's reaching out to you and saying, here I am. My arms are wide open. I love you. I want to forgive you of your sins. I want to cleanse you. I want to give you new life. I want to make sure heaven is in your future and all you got to do is take a step toward me. Some of you need to take that step of action. God's been speaking to some of you about getting water baptized. Some of you need to take that step. 
having a water baptism at the end of the month, and you need to get water baptized. Some of you, God's been talking to you about joining the church. You need to take that step. We're having a membership Sunday at the end of the, at the, end of the month of February, and you need to join the church. God's been speaking to you. God's been speaking to some of you about finding a place here in the church where you can serve and be a part of a ministry and carry out God's mission. And you've not ever, you're not even taking that step. God's asking you to take that action step and get involved in serving. God's talking to you about being filled with the Holy Spirit, about how vital it is not only that the Spirit indwells you when you get saved, but the Holy Spirit wants to empower you. And what you need to do is take a step toward Christ and say, here I am, Lord. I surrender everything to you. Baptize me with your Holy Spirit. I receive it right now in my life. Come on, friend. God's talking to you. How do you believe God for the impossible? It's going to take action steps. It's going to take you moving toward God. Listen, when you believe God through your obedience, it's going to open the door for the impossible in your life. When you believe God through your obedience, it's going to open the door for the impossible in your life. That's the first thing. Put action to your faith. Here's the last thing. How do you believe God for the impossible? You get the word of God in you. You get the word of God in you. Here's what Romans 10, 17 says. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. The more of God's word you have in you, the more faith you're going to have in you. The more word I have in me, he's going to help me believe God to do the impossible. The more word I have in me, he's going to help God, help me believe God to move mountains. And that's why we provided all of you there toward the end of the year. We put them out by the doors and they're still available. And we would be glad to get you one if you don't have one. But we have the Bible in a Year plan. The Bible in a Year plan. They're there by the doors. We can email you a copy of it. Whatever we can do to get it to you. You know why we did that? So we could get the Word of God in you. So we could get the Word of God in you. Because when you get the Word of God in you, then you're going to believe God for great things. You get the Word of God in you, it's going to build your faith up to believe God for big things. And, friend, we need to believe God for big things. Are you believing God for big things for your family? I know I am. I know I am. I believe in God for big things. In 2022, here for this church and here in your life personally, praying for you that God would do big things in your life, that this would be the year of testimony, that you would stand at a, somewhere here or another venue somewhere and you would declare the glory of God because of what God has done. I'm believing God to do more. I'm believing God to do more. I'm believing God to do more than he's ever done before here at my Lord First PH Church. And he's done some great things, but I'm believing him to do more. I'm believing for more of God's presence. I'm believing for more souls to be saved. I'm believing for more baptisms. I'm believing for more spirit-filled leaders to be raised up. I'm believing for more anointed workers. I'm believing for more, more witnessing, more provision, more lives transformed, more restored relationships. I'm believing for more commitment from Christians. I'm believing for more people being reached online. I'm believing for more people to be in our prayer services. Listen, we need to believe big together. I'm believing right now that this road here in front of our church will be abandoned. I'm believing for a new worship center to be built out here for us to be a place of hope for our community. I'm believing 11 acres with a soccer field could be turned into a compassion complex. I'm believing that there will be teams raised up in this church, compassion teams that are ready to receive respond to different places in our area in our region for those that are going through tragedy in their life i'm believing big friend are you believing big come on are you believing big for god to work if the singers are here and they can come forward we're getting ready to close it down and land this plane 
believing big. Are you believing big? I pray you are because we serve a big God. Believing big. Are you believing God for a mountain to be moved in your life? Are you believing God to do the impossible, maybe at home, with your family, in your workplace, in the school, wherever? Are you believing God? Something the Lord laid on my heart here before we pray. I truly believe some of us have stopped believing. We've stopped believing. And the reason we have stopped believing is because we've allowed our situations and our circumstances to overcome belief. And, and I'm not, listen, we've all been there. We, we've all been there. We've all been through situations. We've all been through circumstances where the devil will use those things to try to overcome our belief. And for whatever reason, some of us are gathered here today, whether online or on campus, and we've just, we have stopped believing. Now we go, listen, don't, don't confuse this. We're still asking. We're good at asking. But we need to make sure we're believing. I'm asking, but I'm also believing. And God is speaking to us that we would believe again. And I want you to make this your simple prayer before we have some time here in just a minute. I want you to make this your prayer, a very simple prayer right now. God, help me to believe again. Come on, right there where you are. Just make that your prayer. God, help me to believe again. Help me to believe again. Help, help me to believe again for my marriage. Help, help me to believe again, God, for the plan that you have over my life. Help me to believe again that the season that I'm in right now is only a stepping stone to something greater you want to do in my life. God, help me to believe that again. God, help me to believe, God, that you see value in me. And, and God, that there is a purpose for my life. God, help me to see. Help me to believe that again. Help, help me to believe again, God, that I don't have to live my life like this forever. I can be changed. Help me to believe that again, God. Help me to believe, God, that I can walk in victory and I can walk as an overcomer. I don't have to walk in chains and bondage the rest of my life. Help me to believe that again, God. Help me to believe. Help me to believe that, God, you're not finished with me. Some of you feel like God's finished with you. God's saying, believe in me again that I'm not finished with you. God is not finished with you. Believe again that God is working even when you don't see him working. Boy, that song Brandy singing so beautiful, so powerful. Really singing scripture. Believe for it. You know what? That, that, that song is powerful and it is man when you're here on Sunday morning and everything is great in your world man we can take that song to another level right we just sing it we sing it and we give God praise we sing it I believe I believe for it you said it I believe it but then let your world get blindsided anybody been blindsided before let your world get blindsided let, let, let a setback come in your life and then we know how hard it is to be able to sing that song I'm trying to believe for it, God. But I've been hit hard. My life has been rocked. And it comes down to this question. Can you still believe God when life doesn't make sense? Can you still believe God when life doesn't make sense? 
That's what it all comes down to. Can you, can you believe God that there's hope for you? Can, can you still believe God there's hope? Can you still believe God for joy? Can you still believe God for peace in your life? Can you still believe that God is working even when you don't see him working? Listen, the, the Lord laid this on my heart. I wrote it down. I, I truly believe that every one of us in here, personally in our own life but also corporately, I believe that every one of us on the threshold of seeing God do some amazing work. I'm, I, we're on the threshold of seeing God do the impossible if we will believe together. If we will believe together. There, there's something about when we come in agreement together. Amen? And believe God for the impossible. And I want you right now just to bow your heads with me. Nobody looking around. And you'd be honest enough with yourself and honest enough before God. And you would say, Pastor, this message today about having a mountain in my life and seeing the impossible, I feel like I'm there right now. I feel like there's some impossible situations in my life. I feel like there's a mountain in, right in front of me. And I'm not sure. I'm not sure I'm going to make it through. And I just need prayer. You're here this morning and that represents you. Would you be honest enough right now to lift your hand? Nobody looking around and say, that's me. I have a mountain in my life. Come on, would you raise your hand and say, that's me. That's me. God sees your hand, ma'am. God sees your hand, sir. God sees your hands. God sees your hands. God sees. God sees. God hears. And God knows. You are not forgotten, my friend. You are not forgotten. If you can believe, Jesus said, all things are possible to him who believes. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Do you need a mountain moved in your life? Do you need God to do a, the impossible? Let me remind you again before we pray. It pleases God. It pleases God when you ask and believe for the impossible. It pleases Him. Don't you want to please God? Well, it's going to please Him when you ask Him and believe Him. For the impossible. Would you stand with me, please, right now, all across this place? Here's what I want you to do just for the next few minutes. I want you to take that action, that action step. I saw hands go up all over the place, and whether if you didn't raise your hand, it didn't matter. If there's an obstacle, if there's a mountain, if what you're looking at seems impossible, and you want to Let's pray together and believe together for God to work there in that situation. Father, we thank you for your word. God, your, your word, it never returns void. So God, we thank you for planting your word in the hearts of your people today. And God, may our faith be inspired. And God, it would go to another level with confidence consistently believe in you God for every situation in our life Jesus keep working we know you're working do miracles do miracles God in the lives of your people and we're believing God for powerful testimony in Jesus' mighty name we pray. And all of God's people said amen. Amen.